Good evening, my river Rabbi Continuing along here in Perik Zion, which took over some of us as we began last night, he is dealing with this this Perik, several things that could be an area which could stop, or several things that if a person will now, without realizing it, will prevent him from doing tshuva, or will prevent him from doing a proper tshuva. And he began last night by saying that we should never look at things as being too small. There's nothing too insignificant when it comes to doing an Aveira. And normally, what we would take that to mean is that, well, even one Aveira as the, uh, is terrible. As the Maisa with the Vilna Goyen, he was once at a certain place, and <coughs> someone came by, a non-religious Jew, and he says, oh, give me a, give me a drink from that place. And the Vilna Goyen says, you can't give him a drink. The Aloha is, if you know that he's not going to make to make a bracha, and he knows he should, he's not going to make a bracha, you can't give him the drink. So he laughed, he, he made a mock out of it, he says, does the rabbi know what I just did yesterday and the day before? Do you know how much non-kosher I ate? Do you know what kind of Averis did? And you, you're making a big deal out of not making a bracha? To him it was a mockery, to him like, oh, big sins, that's, you have to be worried about. But the little things, you know, like the, the Chazal tell us, the Averis, the one that we just like kick out, kick off with our with our feet, then nothing. So that it's that's true. That's in its own right. But here Chavazavavus is saying, in terms of the point of tshuva, when a person does one avera, even if it's very small, but if it's repeated again and again, then it's very hard to unravel it. As he now explains, like this, another aspect besides the fact that it's a, it's a Bogadnu issue, that doing the Aveira again and again and again, without a care that who is the one who is commanding us, we're not allowed to do that, Bogadnu. But Because repeating the Aveira again, even though it's a tiny infraction of an Aveira, it's a small thing. The problem is it grows. And when it grows, it becomes bigger and bigger and thicker and stronger. And Mahagadoyla, again, contrasting with, oh, this person may have done a terrible Aveira. He maybe ate pork. He ate something that the Torah itself says explicitly it is not kosher. Terrible Aveira. But yet, once the person who did it does tshuva and he asks for forgiveness, and he stops doing it because he has Yerushalayim now. It keeps, goes away further and further. It's one of the reasons we do tshuva every Yom Kippur on the same Averas we've been doing, even if the, we stop doing them. We may have done them 10 years ago, 20 years ago. We're still doing tshuva on them. The answer is because we're trying to wipe it out even more, even more. Sometimes, you know, you have a stain... He goes through the wash once, gets out most of it, but there's still something there. All right, you like the shirt, so you're going to wear it anyway. You'll hope people won't, won't be able to see it. But the next time it goes through the wash, you'll put some extra detergent on that, but you want to get it out more. And that's the way it is with Averis. So it's, it's, it's getting smaller and smaller and getting diminished more and more. It could have been the, the most egregious sin. Could have been such a terrible Aveira. But yet, 
with doing tshuva properly and repeating doing tshuva, it gets wiped out. It's not even there in the book anymore. And the person who did it becomes clean. He's totally clean. It's not, it's not on his record anymore. And he's going to hear now use a marshal to explain this, where the small averis repeating many times become something very hard to, to tear out of. And a big avera. But if it's tshuva is done with it, you can get rid of it. Here's the marshal. You take a string of silk. Silk is very easy to break. You take it, you snap it without any effort. But how strong is it? You take one simple thin string, a string of silk. But if you wind it around and around and around and around until you have so many layers, then it becomes strong. Where does it come from? A silk string? From the weakest of things. It comes actually from the saliva of a worm. A silkworm. And it creates a little string which just by itself you flick it away. It's not there anymore. But when you wind it again and again more and more and more it becomes so tough you can't break it. And that's the, that's this marshal for the Averis, that even though they're very small, the Averis, but by doing it again and again, it becomes increasingly greater and very, very difficult then to break. On the other hand, you ever go see one of those big ships at the dock? And they're tied to this huge iron, like anvil or something like that, and had a huge, thick rope. It's like thicker than a person's thigh. Yeah? And it's tied around. Wow, you can't... This'll never break. This'll never break. I mean, this 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 uh, ship is never going out of the dock unless you untie the whole... It'll never snap. Yet, when you use it enough times, when you use it for a long enough time, that's the way it is. Things we're at, there's nothing that stays forever in this world. Even something that starts as very strong, very robust, very thick, but over time it just somehow starts getting weaker and weaker until it could, it could even snap. Lo and behold, this thick rope, you didn't realize it was getting weaker and weaker and weaker until it snaps. And it ends up being tremendously weak. So, Chokmoy Kain, this is the Nimshel. We tie it into Averis. Both the smallness of an Avera and the great sins. If you do it many times, doesn't matter how small. Doesn't matter how great. The Alkain, therefore, that's where we find that this marshal of the rope says the Chavazavavis is not my own marshal. Actually, the Novi Yeshaya brought out this marshal. People who are schlepping Averis with ropes, they think the ropes are so strong. They're not. They're very weak. If you use them over time, they become very weak. And it was already said, this is a saying that people have. Don't look at the small deed that you're doing. 
Don't look how small and seemingly insignificant the Avera that you're doing here is. Rather, look at who it's an infraction to. Look at the greatness of the one who we are sinning to. And here, as we've been speaking out the whole time throughout this Shara Tshuva, this is the aspect of Ashamnu. And this is, sorry, this is the aspect of Bogandu. Right? Who are we, who are we offending? Who are we doing this, the, the Avera to? We look at the person, the one, he, the great one, who is Hashem, who we are sinning to. Well, you think, what's the big deal? You could rejoice in the fact that I'm fooling everybody else, I'm fooling all the people. As uh, one of the presidents used to say, you could fool most of the people most of the time, right? But people think, oh, listen, nobody saw me do this, Savera, no one was looking, you know, I, I put the thing in my mouth, I didn't know what broker to make, so I just popped it in my mouth. No one saw me do it. No one saw me take something that I wasn't sure if I was allowed to. So no one saw. Don't be fooled by people. Rather, you have to direct your thoughts. Does Hashem know? Does Hashem know? Hashem knows everything. And we know that. But we can fool ourselves sometimes. The fact that you think you're hidden. Hashem sees everything, both the hidden and the revealed. Not only does he see it at the time, but he remembers it forever. Hashem remembers what we did even more than we re- remember what we did. We have shikha, we have forgetfulness. But ain't shikha There's no forgetfulness when it comes to Hashem. You could forget, but Hashem doesn't forget. You may try to ignore it. You may try to bury it from your consciousness. But Hashem doesn't. Hashem says, everything is written down before me. That doesn't mean Hashem literally writes it down. But just like when you write it down, it's there forever. It's written down. You just have to look through the papers again. It's there. To Hashem, it's all as if it was written down. Another Pasuk indicating that same idea. That the Averis of Yud are written. So from here we have to see like this. We have to take away this idea that even small Averis, when they are done many times, they become great. They become almost to the point where they're insurmountable. And the reason being, the reason being is because we think that it's not really us anymore. So again, that same idea that we think it's really mutter, it's hard to do chuv on things that are mutter. But more so, just let me mention one other Gemara. And I think it it uh, puts things in perspective and helps us get onto the road of tshuva. The Gemara tells us that we know we have to have on a pair of tzitzis white strings and tchelas strings. Lovon and tchelas. Okay? Nowadays, most people don't have tchelas because we don't have a meseira for tchelas. The Gemara tells us that let's say a person neglects to put on tzitzis on his four-cornered garment. So, he has 
two offenses. One on the fact that he didn't put on love on strings, white strings, and the other he didn't put on the trailer strings. Now, what is more difficult to obtain? Love on or trailer? Much more difficult, much more expensive. The trailer, as we see, the Gemara says that people used to try to to uh, give an imitation trailer because it was so expensive, they, they could fetch a good dollar for it. People would try to make kola ilan and dye it with kola ilan instead of real trailer. And you had to be careful. That's why you had to buy it from someone who was trustworthy. So the Gemara says that if a person does, and this is Gemara Menachas Tav Mem Gimel Amabes, Hayyar Rabbi Meir Oimer Rabbi used to say, Godul Ein Shoshal Love on Yosem Eyan Shotchotchelas, that the Einish, the punishment that a person will get for neglecting not to put on the white strings, is greater than the Aver, the Einish that he's going to get for neglecting to put on the Chelas strings. Why? And the Gemara goes on to say, because it's much easier to obtain the love on strings. Shasem says, I gave you something easy to do. You couldn't even do that. I understand if I was asking you to get some gold. It's hard. I couldn't obtain gold. It was very hard, very difficult to get at it. But I'm asking you to pick up some mud from the street. That's the marshal the Gemara gives. So Hashem is going to punish a person for neglecting to do the easier mitzvahs than the harder mitzvah. So Rabbi Yisrael Salanter used to say that the first Averis that a person has to tackle when he does tshuva are the easy mitzvahs. The simple Averis. We would think just the opposite. We think, what do I have to do tshuva? Oh, I'm a that terrible Averis that I did. I want to get that off of my record. I better do that tshuva. And it's sometimes not so easy to do that. But the simple easy mitzvahs that we just do almost like nonchalantly, we do them. Rabbi Shol says those were going to get more punished than the other ones because they're so easy to stop doing it and the, or the mitzvah is so easy to do. So when we think about our tshuva that we want to do, we have to start with the easy mitzvahs. That's what Rabbi Shol Salanta said. We must start with the... That's how he deciphered the Gemara. We have to start with the averis that are easy. They're easy to stop doing them. The mitzvahs that are easy to start doing them because those we find that Hashem will be more exacting on us if we don't do that. Because they're easy. Because of the uh, ease that we're able to do them with, He'll be more exacting. So in our Avedis HaTshuva, we have to realize the small Averis, doing them multiple times, they become very big. Doing them multiple times is, is really uh, being, being neglectful to who the one who commanded us to do these mitzvahs and not do this Averis. And number three, we're pointing out here now, is this idea that if they're easier to stop doing, because they're not, we don't even have such a temptation to do. You know, someone who uh, he has a temptation to eat non-kosher, okay, just can't hold back. But the temptation to 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 pull off a, a little fingernail on Shabbos, you know, it gets bothersome, it's annoying. There's no real temptation, it's easy. Just giving an example, but everybody has their own examples of easy things to do, easy things to stop from doing, and those are the things we should start with.